for everyday caregiving. On this podcast, we give education and information on topics related to senior health care. This podcast is brought to you by Minute Women Home Care, a home health agency located in Lexington, Massachusetts. My name's Ryan McKenneth, and let's get into it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Caregiver's Toolbox, Tools for Everyday Caregiving. Uh, my name is Ryan McKenneth. I'm joined here with Janet. Uh, we apologize for not getting a podcast out recently. We had some technical issues that we had to deal with, so we're going to put one out today. Today, we are talking about fall prevention and seniors, and this is a very big and important um, topic to speak about because this is the reason why many SNFs and hospitals and private home care companies are in business um, to this day. And I know Janet can can attest to the fact that one of the biggest problems and uh, challenges families face is... Falls. Falls and fall prevention and and stopping that. Um, Both of us have seen that the the uh, some close close misses and some major hits, you know, absolutely. You can have a fall and not hurt yourself too badly, maybe a bump on the forehead, and you can have a fall and it's catastrophic. Yep, and there are some people that um, have preventable falls, and there are, we know, some people that, you know, due to brittle bones or whatever, break something and then fall. But the preventable ones are the ones we really want to focus on. Absolutely, and just to give you an idea of how um, important, how 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 it's... Uh, uh, how often this happens, just some, some information from the U.S. Center of uh, Disease Control and Prevention. Um, one in four Americans age 65 plus fall each year. Uh, every, every 11 seconds, an older adult is treated in the emergency room for a fall. And every 19 minutes, an older adult dies from a fall. So um, by the time this podcast is over, uh, th- somebody in the United States has probably passed away from uh, a fall. Um, they're, they're the leading cause of fatal injury and the most common cause of non-fatal trauma-related hospital admissions for older adults. Um, falls result in more than 2.8 million injuries uh, treated in emergency departments annually, including, including over 800,000 hospitalizations and more than 27,000 deaths. Uh, in 2014, the total cost of fall injuries was just a small little $31 billion. Thirty-one billion. Thirty-one That's billion. All, huh? That you know, you know, I can find that in my couch, right? Yep. Um, and the financial toll for older adult falls is expected to increase as the population ages, and may reach sixty-seven point seven billion, or more than doubling by the year twenty twenty. So it it is a financial mess. It is a personal mess. It is a family mess, and. Usually when somebody falls, I don't know if you'd agree with this statement, Janet, but usually when somebody falls, things don't get better. It can happen very often that things don't, it's, it's the beginning of uh, a, slippery down, slope. a downward spiral, I was yes. going to say. You know, it yes. just ends up kind of causing problems. What has been your experience before we get into our topics with people and falling and what you've seen in your your uh, professional career? Yeah, oftentimes people, because of a fall, it's, it's the trauma of the fall. It doesn't have to be that something breaks, but it can be the beginning of someone's entire health adjusting and you're not dealing with just the fall injury and any medical issues associated with that. 
It's the beginning of people that were living independently aren't independent anymore. It's people that don't want walkers or canes that now need them. It's, um, it becomes a whole family issue for something like that. And people don't generally just bounce back if, if they are an elderly person because it really takes a toll on, on their body. And if someone has dementia, that just adds a whole extra complication to it. Absolutely. And it, it's just, it, it, it sounds like, hey, it's just a vault. And it's very difficult to get in that mind frame. Like, I'm, I'm more of a younger adult. I fall. I'm tall guy. I'm clumsy. I fall. And I just pick myself back up. But I've even noticed, and I was speaking with the, the gym I go to, uh, that, like, I, it, was, it was kind of a funny joke. The other night, I was playing with the dog, and I was hurting, and I kind of felt a weird something in my, my elbow and then shoulder area. But the joke is this dog is nine pounds. I mean, we're not talking this dog's a Rottweiler here. Um, But you, as you know, now that I'm 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 getting into my mid thirties, you start feeling, and I know there's not going to be many woe is me things, but you start feeling like, oh, all right, well, it takes a little bit longer to bounce back than when I was 25, and I'm sure that just goes when you're 45 and 55 and 65. So imagine when you're 75. And you have that fall and you're bruised or you break a bone. How much longer is it going to take to bounce back versus when you were 25 and you could jump off the roof of the the house and try to make it into the pool and then you miss and, you know, six months later you're back at it or whatever it is. Absolutely. And, I mean, I... I myself, I had a fall at work over 10 years ago that ended up in shoulder surgery, and I'm still paying the price for that now. And every once in a while, I sit there and think, oh my gosh, what if I was 80 and this happened? You know, and uh, it's it, it takes toll. And uh, and I, I didn't suffer from dementia, and I was in really good shape and working out, and still it took a long time to come back from that because falls have a lot of indirect issues that that happen it's not just the break it's not just the the muscle pull and one thing to keep in mind with elderly people that like their independence they could have a fall and not tell you about it so they've already got some issues going that you don't even know about yeah that's true because they don't want to you know they don't want to uh, basically wrap themselves out and then they're exactly they're getting walkers and canes and everybody want to keep that independence and they want to still uh still be on their own which is understandable which is which is completely understandable but um it it usually ends up being more complicated than just that it does so i mean you know that brings us into the next topic of kind of what topic number two of like what do we do with falls there's there's i mean short of going to you the 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 uh ups store and getting about 500 yards of bubble wrap the boy in the bubble. and yep. wrapping people in, in bubble wrap. Short of doing that, there is nothing that any of us can do to prevent a fall for a senior. Um, short of hiring 24-hour care, right? I mean, unless you want to go to these extreme lengths, which are fine. People do that. But if you're worrying about mom or dad and you're not at that level yet where you're not looking at private home care or moving in with your mom to make sure she's okay, or whatever you're, you're thinking down the line is, there are four or five things that you can do to make the house safer and make the and, and reduce the chances of having that fall. So one of the things that your favorite, you, what, what, I forget what you call it, but it's the, uh, I forget what they're the socks though. What are the socks that you I like? call them snow tires snow for tires. better traction. 
And uh, anybody that has been to hospitals, hospitals have really gone nuts with these. If you go in, sometimes you'll now see they're deliberately fire orange or yellow or something, and they even have the word fall risk printed on them. But they're socks you can you can buy in a great many places, CVS or whatever, and they're just regular socks, but they have sort of a traction tread on the bottom of them. And as long as they're not put on upside down, then uh, you get that little bit of a grip because, as we all know, socks on hardwood, socks in the bathroom, it's a slippery situation, and it can be avoided, and there are some people that don't like to wear their shoes around the house. So that, and you can... That can often be successful, especially with older people, because they're always cold. So they're more willing to wear socks than go barefoot. Absolutely. And and I know that, that I've slipped quite many times on the wood floors and, and things like that. So it's certainly a, uh, a good thing. Speaking of slipping, um, you know, most people probably can guess. But the two areas that falls happen the most, and I think it's regardless of age, are going to be the bathroom and the kitchen. Yep. Because there are two things that are in the bathroom and the kitchen, and that's water. And when you're washing dishes or you're getting out of the shower, slips, you know, you're, you're in the shower, slips fall, and you kind of have those, those oh, my gosh, if I had, hadn't caught myself in the shower, what would have happened? Yep. Um, so one of the things to do for that is to uh, put down um, an easy thing is, is get rid of the throw rugs, those throw rugs that are, are thrown. And then there are very low-profile non-slip mats that are millimeters thick. They're very thin, but when they put on, they're, they're a lot more, um, they're, they're obviously grippier. They're almost like those socks, but you're in a mat and you can put them down anywhere. Yeah, and the edges are, are slim going to the floor, so it's not like a tread to trip over. Absolutely. So, and when you, and we've gone into plenty of people's homes where they're very nice homes. We're, we're located in Lexington, Massachusetts. It's a very high-end town. The towns around us are very high-end, and usually when you walk into a home, you're walking into a home that's worth a million dollars or more, generally. And they have very high-quality throw rugs throughout their house. And, you know, you have to think about when you're talking with your family, you know, understandably, they have this nice house. They have furnished that house. That house has been furnished probably the same way, same style for many years. You have to throw... Uh, uh, a little bit of the the fashion and the what's the word I'm thinking about the 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 way the house looks out the window a little bit for functionality, and yes. you have to get rid of some of those rugs, those throw rugs, those shaggier rugs that people trip over because you're going to see your mom or your dad um, isn't picking up their feet as much, and they're they're you're hearing the skidding of their sneakers going back and forth like you hear when you're listening to basketball players on that court you know that kind of exactly and then all of a sudden they don't make it up over that that shaggy carpet or that throw throw rug that's tilted up a little bit on the end they catch themselves and they fall oriental rug yeah oh that that's that's a trip so you really need to kind of sit down with your parents and say hey listen i know that you love the layout of this house and you've had this rug here for years or whatever it might be but again Safety and functionality have to come above the looks of the home, and that's where some of these non um, these non skid uh, low profile mats are. And and this kind of brings us into another point of uh, the functionality versus the looks is grab bars. I mean, grab bars are a, uh, a, a lifesaver. I mean, you you need to put them anywhere and everywhere that they can be put safely, and do not get the suction cup ones. 
Get the ones that you're screwing into the, the, the studs in the wall. That way, you know, I understand many people have said to me, I don't know if they said to you, Jen, oh, well, the suction cup has worked great for a long time. Very well may have. It's very risky. If you don't put that on just right and you catch one of like a grout line or a seam, it can just come off when you least want it to. Only, only has to fail once. Yep. And then all of a sudden you're, 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 you're injured and you're, you know. So usually in the bathroom, next, usually in the bathroom you have one in the shower. You have one in the uh, outside of the shower to grab as you're walking out. Mm-hmm. Um, you have one next to the toilet or maybe even two next to the toilet that allow you to, to get up and get down so that it's a lot easier to... Um, and a lot of them aren't the ugly things that, that they were in the past. There are I have brushed nickel in my house and it's just that finish. You can go to Home Depot to get them. You can there are people who make a living um, adapting people's homes so it doesn't look like they're adapting the home. And the best thing I feel someone can do if you don't have a walk in shower but you have a bathtub, you know, there should be a bar on the left and on the right, and there should also be a diagonal bar once they're in there. Um, also having tub seats, and if someone has trouble, and a lot of times it's lifting their foot over, and the slips and the falls are getting into the tub and getting out of the tub. And if that's an issue, they have what are called transfer benches, and that's where two of the feet are outside the tub and two of the feet are inside. So you sit down and then lift your feet over. I mean, I use a tub seat just because it frees up my hands and I got used to it while I was uh, mending my shoulder. Sure. So um, there's a lot of equipment that's not as hideous looking as we think of. It's and, hospital looking. And you think about it, you know, like I have a, I have a home that has multiple bathrooms in it. And how, how often do friends go into the master bathroom and take a look at the shower? Never. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So... So though they're, you know, they're, they're, it's not as, you know, you get worried, oh my gosh, well, nobody really, and you know, also the other thing is nobody really cares. Um, you know, they'd rather have you be safe and, and exactly. then have the way it looks. So those grab bars, you know, you, so you talked about kind of shower seats or even retrofitting the, you know, this might be a little bit less easy, but it's still worthwhile retrofitting the shower itself so mm-hmm. that you can have a door that allows you to get in, in and out so you're not lifting the seat over. Yeah, it might cost a few bucks, but it's not retrofitting the whole bathroom. It's just changing the way that the tub is. Um, and, <clears throat> excuse me, um, another thing to think about is is the lighting in the home. Absolutely. The lighting in the home is a big one because it is, it is many of us um, have, have layouts in our house where to get to a light, you have to enter a dark room go to the back of the room and turn on the light or something along those lines. You don't, And so it is worthwhile having an electrician come out or you just moving the lamps so that they're much closer to the room. So imagine you're in the hallway that has a light going on in it, but you're walking into a dark room that could have things on the floor or whatever. That's where trips and falls can happen because you can't see where you're going versus having it retrofitted so that you can just flip the light switch and that turns on the light and you can see things so well there's a great thing too i found online you can get them at home depot there are these night lights that aren't like the little old night lights that we know of but i have several of them in my home there's one in the kitchen and like you say in a major hallway and it comes on when it's dark and it goes off during the day 
And it, the neat thing about it is it has a, a little charger in it so that if the power goes out, you can take it off the wall and use it as a flashlight if you need to. And if you lose power, you still have the nightlight. And I think they're uh, a fabulous thing. I put them in my parents' house, and it really... Um, it's, it's not annoying, but someone gets up to use the bathroom, they get up to go to the kitchen, the hallway is lit from the kitchen. That's not obnoxious, it's a below your knee on that regular socket you'd plug a vacuum cleaner into. Yeah, I have those in my home as well down the hallway, just so that you're not bumping into things and, you know, it's low profile, it's low yep. light, but that's all you need in... They're great the, if you lose power. Absolutely. So, I mean, those are, those are, those are some things, I mean, when we, we kind of go over this, you get rid of throw rugs... You get rid of the, the, the shaggy carpet rugs or the oriental rugs. You spend maybe 100 bucks on non-skid pads for the kitchen and the bathroom. You spend a couple hundred bucks on grab bars and installing them. And then you spend 50 bucks on maybe 100 bucks on uh, the, the light, changing the lighting or, or doing what you said with the the plug-in uh, uh, night lights. I mean, you're talking for less, if, if you did everything I did for a few hours of work and a couple hundred dollars, you're talking about retrofitting your house so that you're preventing that kind of 80-20 rule, right? Like yep. those, those, you know, you're never going, to, you might have like a breezeway that you go in and then there's a step up into the kitchen. You're never going to be able to fix that unless you break everything down and put a ramp in and things like that. And that still isn't a guarantee. But there are things that you can do for relatively low money that is going to keep your home safe that you're going to spend anyways plus hundreds and thousands of dollars more. Mm-hmm. If you're fit- one trip to the emergency room costs more exactly. than what you're going to do to your house. So I mean, though it stinks to say, hey, you know, we got to spend three or four. Let's say let's round it up to five hundred dollars. We got to spend five hundred dollars doing this. Well, you know, if if you have that money to spend, and I know not everybody does, but if you can do that, you're going to that 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 money up front is going to ideally save you more in the in the end and. You're never, you're ideally never going to see that savings, right? Because the it's only like way buying you, insurance. exactly the only way <laughs> that you, you, you see it. it is by your mom or dad not falling. So that's a good thing. But when and if that does happen, you're going to sit there and be like, "Oh, I wish, you know, I had gotten the grab bars." Or, or here's another thing with grab bars: it isn't about fall preventions, but you might get that call that from your your parents that they've been sitting on the toilet for four hours. Or five hours or all day long because they don't have the strength to get up anymore and they were clo- toilet seat is worth it it's weight in gold or they you know and they couldn't get to the 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 phone and so there they sat there they sat read the newspaper 50 times and yep. so so those are and then but if they had that grab bar that you installed in the the the, the bathroom for a hundred bucks for the the grab bars are ten bucks a piece, fifteen bucks a piece yeah. at Home Depot. And if you can install them yourself, great. If you need to get a handyman to do it, you know you're talking a hundred bucks worth of of time and labor and materials. Then all of a sudden you're not getting those calls and and those issues that that arise. So you know without a doubt, raised toilet seats are good, but those those are kind of a different story. But it's just an example of you know. Those are, those, are, those are the things that happen. And we've seen it time and time again where, I mean, we had a case uh, last year where a woman fell, uh, was discharged from the hospital, and she had like an 80-year-old woman. They had to repair her by putting screws and plates into her, her leg and into her, 
I think maybe it was her hip as well yeah. that, and she was needing 24 hour care and 24 hour care is 27 bucks and 650 bucks a day. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, and I'm not saying that that woman fell because of a grab bar, a, a lack of a grab bar, or it could have been something that was unavoidable, but we've seen it time and time again where it's, it's, it's sometimes not even the money with some of these people, you know, they, they have plenty of money. But it's the trauma that's involved. It's the embarrassment. It's the the uh, the the loss of independence, like you were talking about before. These things that you you know you can't really put as much of a price tag on because once once your independence is gone, and you know a doctor's saying, "Hey, you're going to be in a wheelchair for the next year," you know, mm-hmm. recovering, and you're going to need PT, and you're going to need all these things, and you're going to need somebody to bring you back and forth to all of these services. And any type of surgery becomes more risky in the case of an older person. So, you know, uh, you or me having a, a, a hip surgery or whatever is is serious enough, but there are people that simply cannot do much because they have heart conditions, they have health conditions, they are, they have, are on blood thinners, and life gets really, really complicated. And one other thing that is just so worth the money and it's easily forgotten is maintain um, eye care. For your loved one, because there are more people that the prescription got old and they didn't see something and tripped on it. So not having good glasses is is a key fall issue. Now, that's a, that's a great point. And getting into topic three is kind of like how the three big services help with with falls, right? So you have SNFs, which are skilled nursing facilities, which have the long term side and the short term side, or known as nursing homes. You have what we do, which is private care, and you have what assisted living facilities do. Um, assisted living facilities are not going to be able to help you out if you're a fall fall risk. Um, they are going to provide you a couple hours a day of, of care. Um, Janet worked at one for, for a number of years, and that is there to help you get dressed in the morning, maybe take a shower, get undressed at night, get into your you know, nightgown or pajamas, and, and put you into bed. It's meant for some basic things. If they call, if they decide that you are fall risk and they keep finding that you're falling, they're going to talk to your family members and say she's your your parents is either no longer. Um, your parent is no longer uh, appropriate appropriate is the word I was thinking for Mm -hmm. assisted living and you have one of two options we need to move your mom out or you need to bring in minute women home care or a private home care agency that's right and 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 take care of these these falls so an assisted living facility is not going to be able to solve this problem the two ways you can solve it if you are looking at some type of senior care services is going to be a nursing facility or it's going to be a private home care company the nursing facilities have monitors where when they're sitting down in their wheelchair or their chair if they try to get up the alarm goes off and somebody comes in and helps them out Um, but you know the downside to that is you know, maybe somebody isn't appropriate, really appropriate for a pooled care nursing facility where you have people that have dementia, you have people that have far more serious um, problems than falls, and it might not be the best thing. And the private home care, we can provide that for you without a doubt, but the problem is falls can happen at any time, at night or day, and it gets extremely expensive to try to prevent these types of falls. Um, because, you know, you might have me come in, us come in for six hours during the day, but if grandma gets up in the middle of the night to get water, use the restroom and falls, well, we weren't there, we weren't there able to help out. So, you know, the, 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 there's no easy 
what we're trying to explain to you is that though we would love your business, there's no easy way to stop a fall and it's best to prevent it before it happens than try to manage it after it happens. Absolutely. Because it just gets prohibitively expensive, it gets difficult, and there's going to be a lot of drama involved with a parent that needs help that maybe doesn't want it or, you know, an uncertain future of is mom or dad going to recuperate enough to get to a point where she doesn't, he or she doesn't need private home care services or doesn't need their daughter living in the house for six months at a time or whatever it might be. Right. Absolutely. So, you know, that's kind of what we wanted to, to speak about today is, is, is really think about if you're, you know, talking with your parents, with especially with the upcoming months being, you know, some big holidays, it might be worthwhile to say, hey, mom or dad, let's get some grab bars in here. You know, let's let's do some basic stuff that, hey, listen, you know, it's not a not a big deal because I, I my grandmother lived with me um, before she passed away with my parents. And there were multiple times that she was trying to go to the bathroom. She, you know, she, her, she was in the hospital bed on the first floor. That was the makeshift room. That was her, the living room, you know, the hole. And she was trying, we're talking 12 feet, 15 feet away. Had to call the ambulance multiple times because she fell while trying to navigate a, a short little hallway and get into a bathroom. So it happens all the time. When you say jam, yeah, it, it's really the biggest issue. And as people get forgetful and they still think they're twenty-one, um, they they don't realize that they're putting themselves in jeopardy. So um, to to coach and train and to take to take the age factor out of it could be helpful too. You know, it's like to say that I use grab bars. It's good to hold on to something. And uh, wet hands and slippery floors. We're all at risk. My dad's 70 years old. He loves grab bars. He's never fallen before. He plays golf three, four times a week. He just makes life easier. It makes life easier. makes my life easier, and I don't really give a I think he said I don't give a shit, but, you know, <laughs> that's okay. That's He's 70 years old. He's allowed to say that. But, you know, he, he didn't care, and he's like, listen, I'm not sure I'm trying to impress anybody. Yep. So I'm going to put him to, in before you put need him. In. him. Put him in. Let's do it. So, yep. anyways, that wraps up the latest episode of the Caregiver's Toolbox. Tools for Everyday Caregiving. Thank you very much for listening. If you have questions or comments, we are actually going to be on Facebook now, not as much on Twitter. So find us, just type in the Caregiver's Toolbox and you'll see us. And if you have questions or feedback or you want to hear about topics that we're going to, that we could talk about in the future, the more you give us feedback, the more topics we'll talk about and we'll be able to, to give our listeners what they're looking for. So thank you very much for listening and we'll catch you on the next one. Thank you for listening to the Caregiver's Toolbox podcast, which is brought to you by Minute Women Home Care Services, located in Lexington, Massachusetts. Call us at 1-844-BEST-CARE if you have caregiving questions or needs. For comments regarding the podcast, find us on Twitter. Our handle is at MWHomeCare. Thanks again, and we look forward to hearing from you.